0: Hey, how you doing? I'm Steve Holland. Thanks for downloading. This time, what it's like being freelance for photographer Jordan Green.
1: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of this. If you're not on it and you're trying to be freelance in some way, honestly, (laughs) you're just being an idiot and you need to. (laughs) Especially in the creative industry, you just need to. It's an online portfolio for yourself. You're no longer posting out your printed portfolio to someone down in London in a scary big office you're now posting on your little mobile phone in your hand online where anyone in the world can see it which is brilliant
0: Hey, welcome to another one. Hope you're having a good week being freelance. So this time around, chatting to lifestyle and fashion photographer Jordan Green. That in a moment. Uh, just to remind you, beingfreelance.com is the website where there is loads of guests to take a listen to. And remember, whatever field you work in, whatever your job is, it's still worth listening to the other people as well. Because the whole point of this podcast is that it's like gaining from other people's experience of being freelance. So it's not about their particular job, but more about being self-employed, um, both business-wise and lifestyle-wise. So anyway, take a listen. Uh, subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher, w- whatever your choice may be, so you don't miss out. But yeah, go take a listen. There's there's loads back there. Now, though, uh, let's chat to Jordan. Hey, Jordan.
1: How's it going?
0: Yes, good. Thanks so much for doing this. Um, so good. Uh, let's see what we can squeeze in in the next 30 minutes or so. So yeah. uh, why don't we get started chatting about how you got started being freelance?
1: Okay, so I basically just quit my job. <laughs> Obviously, um, <laughs> well timed with me taking a sip of coffee. That was. <laughs> don't spill it, quit my job. please don't. <laughs> um, no, so I I've I've only had one job in my life. I started it when I was sixteen, um, and that was working for Gap back up in Leeds. I basically just had that during college, just to like pay for my car, basically, and then became visual merchandiser there. And then it came to time where I was going to go to university. I went to university just outside of Guildford. Um, and I got a I got a transfer from, what well, in Gap. So I was like, perfect. I don't have to look for a job. This is great. I'll just transfer down to the store down there. What I didn't realize is that they actually transferred me to Baby Gap. <laughs> um, <laughs> and basically... I just couldn't handle it, so after three shifts, I just quit. And you're supposed to give a month's notice, but I didn't know any of those people in that store. I so I just I didn't really care about them, so I just didn't go back. I just said, "Sorry, I don't know you. Um, I'm quitting, and I'm not coming back." Sorry. <laughs> um, so then I had to make it work, <laughs> basically. So
0: you quit, Baby Gap. Yep. <laughs> which really <laughs> makes me laugh like knowing like how cool your photography is um, You're right <laughs> you quit you quit baby gap while you were studying
1: i it was my third shift and my first year at university so that i will have been about two months into the university course at that point maybe one month <laughs> and was that yeah. like
0: a, a photography
1: course it was a photography course yes
0: so you then had to f- sort of like get on with being a freelance photographer in order to fund your photography studying
1: massively yeah (laughs) i had to crack on straight away
0: (laughs) so what did you do what what was the tactic how did you get work
1: um i clearly the baby photography thing (laughs) was probably gonna be a (laughs) no-no yeah that one that one didn't really work out for me (laughs) i was actually shooting quite a lot when i was when i was back at home in leeds um and i used to not go into college basically i found out that I could email my tutor at like 9am, half nine in the morning and be like, oh, sorry, not coming into college today. I'm shooting this thing for our project when I wasn't. I was just shooting something else. Um, so I quickly found that out. And instead of a five day five day college course, I only ended up going in like twice a week. Um, somehow I managed to pass that course. I have no idea how. And that's... Kind of just I I was just shooting a lot for myself, and I started to get I got one client when I was like seventeen, and I was getting paid in like a Domino's pizza and like fifty pounds. But for me being seventeen, I was like that's amazing. Yeah. I will definitely shoot everything you ever want me to ever for fifty pounds and a Domino's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so I quickly I quickly learned um, how to deal with clients real quickly and what kind of things they are looking for and that kind of just within the two years of college and then the one year of foundation during those three years up until I was 19 years old I kind of learned a lot and made connections and a lot I made a lot of connections in the music industry and that's where originally I started to That's that's where my business was originally in the music industry.
0: Oh right. Oh, because I was gonna say what kind of thing were you shooting because, you know, if you've got to fund your life, then I I guess it's the temptation is to do anything. But at the same time, presumably you've got a goal as to what sort of photography you wanna be.
1: Oh, totally. I mean back at that age I I wanted to be I wanted to be doing the the front cover of like rock sound or karang and stuff like that. Just because that's that's what I was into at that age, seventeen, eighteen. I was into I was I was shooting in in the metal and hardcore Um, music industries at that time and all my friends that were in bands are now in big bands Um, so I kind of grew with them so that made it very easy for me just gave me the confidence to do stuff and I started shooting like live bands and stuff like that just to practice and then the band started posting my images and then I started taking portraits and then the bands realized I could take portraits. So they were like, Hey, why don't you do some press images for us? Blah, blah, blah. And then that kind of just spiraled and just kept on going up and up. And yeah. And then I started shooting for those publications that I wanted to start shooting for. So that was cool.
0: How did you then develop from, you know, so you, you worked up with, with the bands into shooting for those magazines. Mm. How did you, you know, start working with uh, be it clothes brands or well, let's, what sort of stuff are you doing now? How did um, you get to what you're doing now, I guess?
1: Yeah. So now I, I, would, I would say now I am basically a fashion photographer now, I'd say, um, rather than a music one. I mean, I still do music every so often. I mean, in December, I'm going away for 11 days or something on tour with a band documenting their time on the road. And that's something that I do sometimes, but only with my friends, because basically the reason why I changed working from the music industry is there's just not enough money in it. Unless you're dealing with like Sam Smith, Justin Bieber, stuff like that. So how did you get
0: into those fashion? Did 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 you like do side projects just taking those kind of photographs and just keep sending yeah. stuff to people or?
1: Yeah, so I did I've done a lot of tests with models especially during my last and second year of university. That's when I really started to hone in and move away from music. And I'd test with a bunch of models, um, be them agency or just my friends, just to just try out things like just for my own sake, just trying out like, Oh, what if if I do this, then what happens? Or if I do this, what happens? And then I started posting these online again on my Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of this. And then slowly, companies started to pay attention and saw these images. And then I'd pay them attention and like a couple of stuff that they've posted online. And then next thing you know, you've got an email from said marketing person or the guy that runs it or something like that. And they're like, hey, can we send you some stuff? Um, We'd love for you to take some photos in it because we like your stuff. And at first, that was great. Um, I started working with a clothing company. And I worked with them for about three years from being like 17, 18 up until I was 21, I think. And we I did a bunch of shoots for them all around like the UK. And at the time I was like, this is amazing. I'm like <laughs> fly I'm flying up to Inverness. What the hell? <laughs> like this is ridiculous. Yeah, it just kind of took it on from there. And every time I just pushed myself that a little bit harder and still doing tests with agency girls. And, boys, just to push yourself a little bit further. And, yeah, it kind of just moved on from, from music, really, because, like, I don't really have the time to go away for two weeks at a time, not really getting that much pay from it to be fair because <laughs> I've got to pay my rent I live in central London for good <laughs> sake <laughs> yeah. um,
0: so when you say you're doing tests with models would those be jobs that you're doing essentially for free and like said, so maybe they're working for free you're working for free but they get shots out of it and you get shots out of it
1: yes so when I say test that's like I they, they do it for free I do it for free it's we both know what's happening we're doing it to get some new fresh images for our portfolio. Or just to try things out, to literally just test ideas. Um, and it's, I think it is very important to do because I like to keep on top of my social, um, social feeds and post regularly. Because if you don't post regularly, in my eyes, people then don't see your name and then forget about you. So I'm doing tests to keep relevant and keep on top of stuff. So people keep on seeing my images, keep on seeing my style, keep on seeing my name, and it will eventually get in people's heads.
0: <laughs> Man, it's so interesting that, you know, it's really powerful, in fact, that you've basically m- managed, I'm sure it's harder than this, but you've managed <laughs> to forge yourself into the fashion world by taking photographs that you want to take and then getting them out there onto social media. And, of course... The fashion world is trying to find the next cool, you know, photographer or whatever it might be. Yeah. Uh, and so they're also looking across Instagram or whatever it might be mm-hmm. to try and find those photographers. And so then you start interacting with each other before, you know,
1: you're working together. It's, with, yeah, completely. With, that's That's so cool. It's... I would hate to have grown up in the the 70s and been doing this because this would be awful. (laughs) Just trying to cold call everyone would be terrible. I would not be able to do it.
0: (laughs) How much time then do you have to put into social media and are you being social on it as in interacting with people?
1: Mm. I wish I didn't have to put in as much time as I do, but in this day and age and with technology and whatnot, everybody is on it. Um, if you're not on it and you're trying to be freelance in some way, honestly you <laughs> you're just being an idiot and you need to <laughs> because like if if especially in the creative industry, you you just you just need to it's an online portfolio for yourself. You're no longer posting out your printed portfolio to someone down in London in a scary big office. you're now posting on your iPhone, your little mobile phone. In your hand online where anyone in the world can see it which is brilliant just to to
0: um obviously we'll put links to the kind of stuff yeah. that you do on beingfreelance.com uh for the show notes for this episode but like so for instagram um like i've been following you for a while and there'll mm. be uh so if- Shots with models, as you say, like, you know, showing different styles. But then you'll be like saying, here's the fashion thing I've just done for this particular brand. But then here I am. Hey, look, I'm outside the shop where they've (laughs) now got my massive, you know, photos about (laughs) to be rolled out. But it it all kind of, it's like every day there'll be like a few pictures coming out and it's like this constant reinforcement of of what you're doing.
1: Yeah, it's, I've, like, I hate to say it, but I've, Try to make myself a brand mm. if that makes sense you you kind of have to because people then buy buy into what you're what you as a person are doing so then in, in in turn they are buying into what you're producing at the same time so that's why I'm posting images of like myself because it, then it gives that personal little touch to the feed as well so it's not just like work 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 it's it is also personal and they the people who are viewing this kind of get an idea of what I'm about ever so slightly which is I think needed because if not it's it's just it, it's just a bit boring and, yeah. and and you people just wouldn't care for it then I don't think
0: totally yeah you're in it there's behind the scenes stuff as well I didn't mention that
1: there's like... mm. I love I love a behind the scenes <laughs> and workspace picture I really really do <laughs>
0: but people do don't they and yeah it, but it gives an idea of how you work where you are I like it um just to put all of this in perspective time-wise like mm-hmm. for example when probably easier to say when did you finish uni
1: um when did I finish uni because uh... <laughs> I presume right. after that it's just been one thing. yeah it's just been like yep. nonstop. Um, I think it was 2013. Once I finished university, I mean, technically I was being freelance in university. Yeah, yeah. Afterwards, is, that's when I really, like, actually started to do it because I didn't have a student loan. So. Which means you
0: <laughs> haven't done the whole thing of being, uh, I don't know, a photographer's assistant, like the traditional photographer
1: No, I mean, I did route. it, I've done it once. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, done, I've been assistant for one shoot that's it
0: <laughs> obviously there's tons of guests on here now but if you mm. and i like to talk about the whole thing of being freelance rather than specific jobs yeah. but if you are listening to this and you are wanting to be a photographer my very first guest is a photographer uh tom miles but he's somebody who graduated i don't know he's been freelance for 20 years for example mm. so it went through a completely different course and it's really interesting yeah hearing,
1: um, I-, I can imagine how it's changed yeah. dramatically
0: <laughs> yes yeah, really interesting what have been the biggest challenges then
1: it's keeping and gaining new clients that's the very very difficult um because if you don't keep existing clients or gain new clients then you've pretty much just like screwed yourself
0: (laughs) (laughs) how do you go about keeping those existing clients do you just i don't know maybe maintain a friendship or are you Mm. routinely thinking right i need to get back in touch with
1: them soon or um, I, I don't actively think, oh, I, oh crap, I haven't emailed or texted that guy in like a month. I should probably do that. I think m- my personality, I'm quite, um, well, no, I'm very outgoing, as people like to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the most outgoing introvert you will ever meet. <laughs> but apparently people get along with me. <laughs> and because when you're shooting, it, you, you are with the client for, for the entire day. You're emailing them back and forth, ringing them back and forth, all the way leading up to it, and then you're with them during the entire day, and then you're also emailing them, phone calls afterwards, um, and you just ha- if if you're basically if you're a dick, then they're not gonna they're not gonna <laughs> ask you back because they hated the time that they spent with you. <laughs> Oh, I'd love you to
0: one day go into teaching back at the oh. same university. <laughs> yeah. This lecture, yeah. don't be a dick. It's uh, pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but it's, uh, it's totally true. So it's it's an I hate to use the word authentic, but it, it it is real. You're just keeping those. It's inevitable, especially because you're working closely together with these people. That you will stay in touch with them.
1: Yeah, completely. I mean, there's there's some clients. That I I haven't spoke to afterwards and we just haven't done another shoot but I think that's again because we just didn't click on the day it's it is it's I mean your work has to stand up to what it is and be good but it's also you're spending a lot of time with these people you need to you need to have a good time you because otherwise they won't enjoy the experience.
0: So, yeah, so we said this is one of your challenges. So, mm. but, and yet that kind of sounds like it comes easy to you. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Is it c- converting that relationship though into another job? Or do you, like, as in, would you actually say, hey, yeah. God, do, do you need some stuff done? Or do you simply wait for them to ask?
1: It's, I, <laughs> you know what? A lot of the time I wait because I don't want to be shut down. <laughs> yeah. And that is literally the depressing truth. And I'm sure it is for a lot of freelancers out there. They don't want to ask because they don't want to get shot down. Um, but there is a lot of times where I've met people, we've gone out for coffee, then we went out the next time for some beers and some food. And it's just, it's, wait- it's waiting. It is waiting for the right time. And especially in my industry, I kind of know when the right times are. So come January, that's when the right time will be because that's when people are starting to then look at getting in the products and organizing shoots for the spring lines. Um, So I know come that time, that's when I'll be like, oh, hey, um, just so you know, I've got a bunch of time. Let's try and work something out. Just something as as brief as that. It doesn't have to be like, hi, you, pay me for doing this because that's never going to work. So that's
0: existing clients. What about finding the new ones? Is that left to the chance of social media or do you deliberately start, send, you know, do you send things out? Or
1: I do send stuff out, but not in the, the, the normal and traditional sense of, for example, cold emailing companies and stuff like that. Um, it's more of a, <laughs> I do a bit of a social media stalk as I'm sure everyone does and you kind of find this person that works there, and you're like, okay, wait a minute. Oh, so they went on work night out. Okay, who's tagged in there? Okay, that's that person. Great, okay. And I know it sounds really bad, but that's the new way of doing it. It really is. That would be lesson two in your course at the university. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, How do you cope with the whole... finances side of it did, i mean did they teach you that kind of stuff when you're doing a photography course
1: hell no
0: yeah you see i found that like i did a vocational degree as it were yeah and then i sit there sometimes and i'm really quite pissed with them but they they didn't teach us anything about actually running doing a business it. yeah or being yeah. freelance which i'm sure most of us ended up being
1: yeah it's i honestly from university i Like, I don't want to say I'd learned nothing, but I mean, from what I took of it, I I met new people and I, it got, it got me down from Yorkshire to kind of near London. So that's what I took from it. But finances wise, I I mean, they didn't teach me anything there about that. Like I've just had to kind of learn (laughs) and learn the hard way. Um, there's some months where I'd be like, Oh, wicked. I got paid sick. I'll just go spend everything and then the next month I'm like ah crap <laughs> um but now two and a half years later living in central london it's you you need to be you need to like i'm i'm currently on a quiet month right now but thankfully i had four extremely busy months previous so i'm not that worried because i know i didn't spend extravagantly in those months I mean, yeah, I went to America for a month and a half, but that was for work. <laughs> but I made no profit on that, so whatever. <laughs> Ended up spending all my profit <laughs> while I was out there.
0: <laughs> Do you know what though? That adds to your brand. You were saying earlier about create, you know, creating yeah. the brand on Instagram and the like. And yeah, you know, I saw those photos, and it's you know, his, now now you're not just a cool photographer; you're globe trotting. you're know? yeah. in the states, and mm. it all adds up. So mm. think of that as an investment. Tell you yeah, that's what that.
1: That's what I tell myself. Yeah. <laughs> if only the tax man would understand.
0: <laughs> okay, now, I always do this thing where I ask for three facts about yourself. Make two true, one a lie, and mm-hmm. let me figure out the lie. What have you got for
1: me? All right. I want to jump out of a plane. And I've been to the south of France with Cheryl Vassini-Fernandez. And I am Scared of the sea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. It almost sounded like you were standing up at some sort of confessional meeting. I want to jump <laughs> yeah, out of pain. I, I went to I, surf- <laughs> and I'm scared of the sea. My name is Jordan. Um, why are you scared of the sea?
1: Um, I, it just freaks me out. <laughs> really weird. it's like okay so i mean i'm not yeah no i am scared of the sea actually i just think i just told you three truths when one of them was supposed to be a lie oh no well how, are they all true <laughs> well now i think about it yeah maybe they are
0: <laughs> so you want to jump out of a plane you really have been to the south of france with cheryl yeah was that on a shoot or just the, yeah that was yeah or was she coaching you through how to deal with the sea
1: uh, <laughs> And it turns out that now potentially maybe I am actually scared of the sea.
0: <laughs> so you said that thinking you weren't, but when I asked yeah. you why, you began to think actually like, it's pretty actually, freaky.
1: Yeah. I was just Because I was just about to say, well, we know more about space than the sea. <laughs> and wait a minute, we're like, we, <laughs> crap. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. I'll build you for the therapy later. It's no <laughs> problem. If you could tell your younger self one thing about being freelance, what would it be?
1: I try not to worry it's yeah trying to worry I I worried myself this month well the beginning of this month because like I said earlier it was a quiet it's a quiet month for me and I'd just done four extremely busy months and I just I just forgot I just forgot that it happens and just try not to worry because it will it'll be fine like if you're producing good work and you're a good person then you you will you'll get something um you just need to just don't worry too much about it (laughs) if you get a quiet time
0: that's nice it's good advice when you're on a quiet month
1: Mm. what do you do (laughs) netflix has become my best friend (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah no it really has (laughs) okay So, so, so that's
0: cool though so you take you take time out
1: yeah definitely
0: because it can be easy to sit there and stress and to think right well i'll work on this or i'll work on that
1: i mean yeah i've done i've done that to keep myself busy the thing is i'm used to being busy so when i get quiet i kind of lose my mind because i'm in my apartment on my own doing nothing when i'm usually out god knows where doing everything so yeah I, i lose my mind i go crazy so I just, I, I, you know what? I I do a lot of running now um just to like kill time and just keep my fitness up, I guess, because when you're away working, it's, it's difficult to do that. And when you're away on shoots, there's always like snacks on shoot. There's like, Oh, there's some donuts over there, some crisps. Like, Oh yeah, we're going to get pizza in for lunch. And then you go out with the client afterwards and you eat like half a rack of ribs as well. So I I do quite a bit of running as well um, when I'm on my downtime.
0: (laughs) And that's not because you're a sporty person. It's just because you... Oh, hell no. (laughs)
1: It it kills time and it keeps my fitness up because... I don't have time to do that otherwise. Yeah, it's because they
0: heard you you didn't mind being paid, what, 50 quid in a Domino's pizza? <laughs> yeah. Word is <of> spread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And what about the f- the future for you? Are you somebody who like sets yourselves goals and thinks, right, well, I'm going to do this, or I want to work with this particular brand or hmm. whatever, or is it just tick it over and it's gonna, what will be will be?
1: I mean, I I want to say I have a five-year plan because everyone nas on about, the oh, what's the five-year plan? <laughs> I don't have a clue. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's stuff that I want to do next year. But five years, phew, no, I, I don't even know what I'm doing next week yet, do you know? <laughs> like,
0: Well, it sounds like it's going along very nicely anyway. You can find out more about what Jordan's up to at beingfreelance.com because I'll put all the links uh, uh, mm-hmm. on there. And um, actually, that's one thing I was going to ask you, though. Like, uh, you know, like when it comes to your portfolio, you were essentially saying that social media becomes your portfolio. Uh yeah. how important is your website? Did you build it yourself? Do you <laughs> spend time on on that? I mean the great thing is is yeah. that you don't have to feel like you need to write a load of blog posts. Yeah, totally. Uh, like the
1: rest of us. <laughs> You're yeah, like, right, yeah. well, here here's my work. Here's my images. <laughs> Hopefully not, because I'm a terrible writer. <laughs> um my my website is My website is important and people in the industry will always look at your website. Don't forget that because they always will. They'll be like, oh, that's cool. Your Instagram looks great. All these images are cool. But I want to check out the projects that you've been working out on your website, like your actual portfolio. I want to see the rest of the images from this. I want to see the rest of the work from this. But because of social media, how it's immediate and you get instant gratification from likes and comments and stuff like that, it's very easy to fall into, oh, well, I'll just update Instagram because, you know, people will see it. That is true. And I'm a sucker for this because I always forget to update my website. And I need to, I need to, you've just reminded me, I need to update it (laughs) because it's easy to just fall into, oh, I'll just post like these two images from this on Instagram and Twitter. And that's totally fine when in actuality, it is totally fine to get people to see your name and that image. But when you want them to see the work, you need to update your portfolio website as well. And I think that's very important. And it's so important that I forget to do it. (laughs) So your website
0: has more like, I guess other people might call them case studies, but for you, it's like the body of work from that particular shoot. Yeah. put it all up yes.
1: there and say. So on, say for example, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, I'd post maybe three, maybe four images from a shoot like over the period of a few months, like two months or something like that, whenever it's relevant. Um, but then I, that'll always be forwarded to my website because that's where the rest of the images and the rest of the body of work and the, the project in, in general is put and how I want it to be shown because in, in Instagram and, and Twitter, uh, you're kind of forced to just like put in just the image in like a square format or now in Instagram, you can have those like different formats. But on my website, you can make it more visually, you can do, you can do what you want on your own website. So you can make it viewable how you want it and how it's supposed to be viewed
0: so beingfreelance.com go take a look all the links to what we've been chatting about and uh, you can also find us on Twitter at beingfreelance reach out to Jordan we'll put his uh, t- Twitter on there and yeah go follow him on Instagram it's always good what else oh yes don't forget to subscribe iTunes and Stitcher it's good as well if you can do a review uh, go into iTunes just leave a review and I know you think oh, I like this but I won't bother please go on because it helps us get found by other people to help spread the word uh, and it's all good uh, anyway Jordan thanks so much appreciate it and all the best being freelance
1: thank you very much i'm trying